Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and have ourselves a drink. All right. And that song means that we are back in the lobby bar, ready to have ourselves a drink and get ready to watch a movie. So what are we going to have this week, Michaela? Um, I have something in mind if you don't have anything. Yeah, go for it. All right. Well, this week, um, and it's actually a drink that uh, I made for you over the weekend. It's one of my favorites of the summer, and it is called the Summerlin Cocktail. Uh, It's a rum cocktail, and it's real good. Um, I made this for you uh, just over the weekend. You and your family came over for a little bit of a pool in summertime, and this is an excellent summer drink. It is indeed an excellent summer drink. It is refreshing and not too sweet, but it's got some fruitiness to it. I am a huge fan. Tell me what's in it, Brian, because I need to make it at home. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the reason that I made this drink was because we just a couple episodes ago had made our watermelon margarita recipe. So I had some extra watermelon juice, and that's a key ingredient here in the Summerlin. So to make it, you're going to need two ounces of rum. Uh, I used silver rum, but you could use uh, like a golden rum. Uh, So either one of those you like. And then it's going to be uh, one and a half ounces of the watermelon juice, uh, three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup, and a half an ounce of lemon juice. It's about the juice from a half of a lemon. And then uh, you're just going to shake that up in your cocktail shaker and strain it into a glass with a nice big ice cube. And then to top it off, you just put like a little dusting of some cracked black pepper and it makes the watermelon pop and it's, it's real good. It is really good. And I have to say, I was really surprised when you handed me the drink. First of all, it's a really beautiful drink. I love pink and it's yeah. kind of a warm, hot pink look because of the watermelon. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are these kind of black, you know, dusting of, of pepper, you said, right? And at first I was really a little uh, skeptical, but then you taste it. And I don't know who came up with the idea of black pepper and watermelon, but they deserve a whole lot of money because it is rocking. Yeah, for sure. So go back and listen to the watermelon margarita recipe. So you'll make up some watermelon juice and then you'll be all set to make this cocktail and drink it along with us at the lobby bar. So yeah, let's get into the box office stuff, Michaela. Yeah, let's do it. All right. What was number one for the weekend? So number one for the weekend, uh, it's coming back to number one. It dipped last week, but back up to number one is A Quiet Place Part Two. Uh, with uh, just a little over $11.5 million. And then we had a couple of uh, new releases making their way into the top charts for the weekend. So we have In the Heights, which is the Lin-Manuel Miranda musical. And we have Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway. Uh, Those came in at two and three. And then number four, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Uh, Those uh, came in just a little over $10 million. And then in fifth place, we have Cruella, Uh, down from third place last week. So a couple of new releases on there and Quiet Place bumped all the way back up to number one. That's awesome. I've not seen a Quiet Place yet because I think it's only uh, available in theaters. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was able to see The Conjuring, which was streaming on HBO, I want to say. I th- yeah, I think HBO. Yeah, for that one. Yeah, and it's 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 pretty good. If you are a Conjuring fan, it's very sticks to the formula. It's got a lot of bugaches, a lot of um, you know, it's not for kids. It's very it's very dark, but it's it's good. It was it was a fun ride. 
Yeah. Um, and then in the Heights, I tried to watch over the weekend, but we just kind of ran out of time and didn't have a chance to watch it because that one's available on HBO as well. Um, or you can go out and see it at the theater. And it looks like a lot of people did that this weekend. So it was it was very close to being first place. But yeah, Quiet Place just edged it out. Yeah. Now, now, so what does that do for the yearly box office standings? So A Quiet Place Part 2, still number one. Uh, it's the first film over $100 million in like, I don't know, like 18 months or something like that, which is pretty crazy to think about. So it's uh, coming in close to 110,000 or 110 million. And then Godzilla versus Kong still at number two, 98 million. So uh, I don't know. It's running out of steam. I don't know if it's going to get to the 100 million mark or not. I thought for sure it was going to, but. Yeah, you never know. You never know. It's uh, it's still in the theaters. So people might start to venture out. Um, I am hearing from a lot of my uh, folks, all my friends, they're starting to you know, plan when their big debut back in the theater is going to happen. And so I think A Quiet Place really did it for a lot of people. They were ready for um, a whole new post-apocalyptic adventure and so mm-hmm. jumped right back in to see it. So, which is awesome. I mean, 110 million bucks. That's awesome. I'm so yeah. glad to see that this uh, waiting has paid off for, for some of these films. That's exciting. Yeah, and then, because if you think about it, you have Godzilla versus Kong uh, second, and then you have Cruella and Rhea and the Last Dragon. Now, Godzilla versus Kong was on HBO Max, so if you had HBO, you could stay home and watch that, and it still made almost $100 million at the theater. And then Cruella and Rhea the Last Dragon, you know, both over $50 million on those, and they were available early access on Disney+. Plus. You had to pay for those, but uh, so that's, that's still good. It seems like the, uh, the business is springing back a little bit for these movies, so... Uh, that's good. I think it'll be interesting to see because I think you're going to have a bunch of just ridiculous box office numbers here as things continue to kind of open up and get oh, yeah. that going. So, Oh, yeah, for sure. What's coming up next week? So we've got one wide release this week, and it's the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, which is apparently the uh, sequel, I guess, to the Hitman's Bodyguard, which I've never heard of. Uh, but uh, I got to tell you, I was I was looking at this. I never really heard of, but uh, it's, so it stars Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson and Selma Hayek and Antonio Banderas and Morgan Freeman. So even if this is the worst movie ever, it's still going to be amazing, and I still want to see it. So yep, same. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't know what it's about. I don't know if it's going to be any good. But I don't know if I, know I really care. <laughs> yeah, I I don't really care. I just I just want to see all of the those uh, actors on screen. That would be great. Yeah, that would be good. That'd be good. It's I have a feeling that all these new films that are coming out are going to be like seeing long lost old friends that you haven't seen in a couple of years, kind right. of like the pandemic where you're like, oh, my gosh, I've missed you all so much. So, man, it, it could be like underwater basket weaving and I'd still be interested in watching this one. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, that's what we've got coming out this week. So we'll see how it does at the box office. Uh, Michaela, the movie's about ready to start, so we better head out. Drinks on you. Drinks on me. All right, we'll catch everyone next time at the lobby bar.